Hello and welcome to Weeb Spawn. We talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We're by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host, Bobby, and today I am not with my co-host, Joshua. But today we are going to be talking about the Country Brawl Anime Awards. But first off, you guys are probably wondering, wow, it has been a long time since we've recorded Yes, and I do very much apologize for that. Obviously, we had, once we ended our last season, we had the holidays coming up. And then come uh, January, we were kind of slowly still taking like an extended break. More because, obviously, after the holidays, work piles up right after. So, we figured we were going to originally take... January off just to catch up on work and then we could catch up on some documents which turned out good because we both got busy with our jobs well then February comes and give a good congratulations to my co-host he just bought a new house and if anyone is a new homeowner you know how stressful that can be and everything of just getting a new house and moving all your things so he is still in the process of moving everything because he didn't officially move until about mid-february now comes march why we didn't start at the beginning of march that is mostly on me uh, I was originally going to start this uh, the first Monday of March, and things just kind of happened in real life that by the time I realized Monday had already happened, and so I was like, all right, I will do next week. Well, next week, or sort of like last week combination, uh, was my birthday, and so yeah. I celebrated that, and then I had some work stuff over the weekend. So that is pretty much <laughs> everything just kind of correlated to not putting... I wasn't trying to put this off, but I had some other things I really did need to get done. But we are back, though I may be solo for a few episodes... I'm not sure exactly how long. That's also kind of why I was trying to postpone this as much as we can. But at the same time, I didn't want to postpone it like indefinitely. I wanted you guys to know we are still here. We are still going to record episodes. And I really hope you guys stick with us. On that note, I also want to give a shout out to one of our listeners from Reddit, fishiest of them all. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for staying with us, helping create that subreddit, and even keeping us a little on track, asking where this episode is. And I'm sorry I am late with it. Again, I had some work issues going over this weekend, so I had to record it now. And hopefully I will have it out very soon. In might be on not a Monday, so I apologize for that. But anyways, this is gonna be spoilers of word. Blah 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 blah. I can speak. I swear it's not that I've been so long without doing this. But obviously, spoilers ahead if you have not seen the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. And though my co-host isn't here, he has written some things on what he thinks. On the choices of the awards. So without further ado, let's dive in. Starting off the 2023 Country Roll Anime Awards with Anime of the Year. Nominees were Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, Entertainment District Arc, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, Lacroix Recoil, Ranking of Kings, Kerr 2, I'm assuming that means Season 2, and Spy Family. The winner. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Now, I personally really enjoyed this, and I thought it was a great adaptation from uh, Cyberpunk, uh, the game. I never got to play it because I only have a PS4, and I heard it was extremely buggy on the PS4 when it first came out, so I didn't bother with it. I've heard since it's been good, so I'm hoping maybe I get to 
play that again soon. But I'm honestly really happy for this because this cyberpunk has made me feel emotional. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It was definitely a roller coaster of a ride seeing how like how much it like the in-depth with the characters and everything and I just really loved it and I'm happy that it that it won uh, anime of the year. I even have uh, Lucy. I actually have uh, one of their fan art pictures of Lucy. It's really cool that I don't know I just found on the internet as cyberpunk entry runners as my home screen right now on my phone so I was happy that this one also for you guys information for Joshua's side he said based on the massive praise the show has received I am inclined to believe that this is probably number one of the year I haven't seen it yet but I am looking forward to watching it I love the cyberpunk genre and the animation style is so unique to me, it looks like a Western animation and anime had a child, and this is what came from it. I think a close second would be Demon Slayer Entertainment Arc. I would have to probably agree with that as well. I'm a little happy Demon Slayer didn't win this because, spoilers alert, they did win quite a bit of awards. So, I like it more an award series when one show or whatever doesn't just win like 20 awards. I mean, it says a lot about the show if it did, but I kind of like it when multiple shows win different awards. Next off, we have Best Original Anime. Lacrosse Recoil was our winner. We had Birdie Wing Go Girls Golf Story, Healer Girl, The Orbital Children, Vampire in the Garden, and Yuri Deco. Honestly, the only one, surprisingly, I've actually heard of is the Birdie Wing Golf Girl because from the Mag... 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 Oh my god, I cannot speak. Manga that I read, uh, it did show up on uh, one of my like recommendations, probably just because I read a lot of Isekai and Slice of Life and... It came, so I read a little bit of it, and I was like, eh, it, not for me. It's a cutesy thing of just girls wanting to learn golf. Uh, so I don't really have an opinion on this, because I I actually haven't seen any of these. So that's going to be true for a lot of these. I surprisingly have read a lot more manga, and haven't been watching a lot of anime recently. So most of these are probably going to be like that. And my co-host's opinion. I don't have an opinion on this one, only because this is the first time I'm hearing about this. But after a quick search, it looks interesting, and the anime is very pleasing, so I might have to add this to that never-ending watch list I have. Which is very true. He doesn't. His list keeps on going. And by the like screenshots I've seen of it, it does look pretty cool, so I think I'll have to add this on this list. <laughs> Next up, we have Best Anime Character Design. Winner, Aki, Akira Matsushume from Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc. The nominees were Atsuko Nozaki from Ranking of Kings, Kazukaki, yeah, Ka Kazukaki Shimada from Spy Family, Kazuma, Kazumasa, Ishida, my dress-up darling, Masanor Masanori Shino from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and Yo, Yoshi Yo Yoshinari from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, I haven't seen Entertainment District, so I can't really say like exactly who if like if he really did have such a good like design or not but seeing like just seeing some of the like just drawings and everything obviously demon slayer like from season one has always had fantastic like artwork so it's really not a surprising that 
for character design that he did and with all the different personalities that they have in Demon Slayer. So I'm not that surprised. Though, obviously, out of, if Demon Slayer wasn't in this, I probably would have gone with Edge Runners because I got so enthralled in that show that I still probably would have voted for Cyberpunk for this, even though I said I didn't want them to win all of them. But, I mean... I got so invested in their world, I I couldn't say no. My co-host's opinion was, One of the many things Demon Slayer gets right is its fantastic character designs. They have so many characters from the demons to the Demon Slayers, and somehow they managed to make each one have their own unique style, look, and personality. They were doing a great job at giving each character their own individuality, and I believe they definitely deserve this award. And like I said, I agree with that. I think Demon Slayer has really fleshed out and they have so much character. So it's no surprise to me that they won. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I still would have voted for Cyberpunk, but I'm glad that Demon Slayer won. Now, best animation. The winner, Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc, which we had the nominees of Akibi's Sailor Uniform, Tekken Titan Final Season Part 2, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Ranking of Kings, and Spy Family. Same, pretty much the same list of nominees, which kind of goes along with all the award shows, is they usually are a lot of the same. Not, I mean, not much to say more than what I already said. They always, Demon Slayer has always looked beautiful. That's like, what drew a lot of people in is their art style. So the fact that they won Best Animation, no real surprise. And Joshua pretty much thinks the same thing. Demon Slayer does have amazing animations. But I feel like absolutely the manga is a masterpiece and bringing it to anime was a great decision. The animators and directors are doing a great job bringing it to life and keeping true to the source material and oh. Whoops, that is for something else. I It was messed up in the document, so ignore that. But he basically agrees. Now, best new animated series. The winner is Spy Family. We had nominees such as Call of the Night, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Lacris, Recoil, I'm probably saying that wrong, My Dress Up Darling, your boy Kagami. Now, Spy Family is definitely really great. And it's funny, it's action, and I have a blast with it. Uh, I actually really enjoyed Call of the Night. Uh, I know it kind of got like some mixed reviews in the like anime community, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think its story could have been more um i think that's kind of like the ongoing thing with it but i enjoyed it but would it should it have won for best new anime series i don't think so i i think spy family deserves this it is new to anime and it like i said has a lot of funny moments and it has some action built into it. I oh I love a good action comedy. So I'm glad that Spy Family won the new family. And as I was already kind of reading, Josh Rose had this to say. Absolutely the manga the manga is a masterpiece and bringing it to anime was a great decision. The animators and directors are doing a great job bringing it to life and keeping it true to the source material and really emphasizing the spy aspect of the show. They have even added more detail in spots that actually add to the show without making it feel forced or like a filler. I'm specifically referring to the scene where Lloyd rents a castle for Anya's spy party and they added an entire sequence of spy escapades. It was a great episode to watch. That was a really fun episode. Next, we have Best Continuing Anime Series. Can you guess who won this? Da-da-da-da! One Piece. I mean, is is this really a surprise to anyone? But some, the, some of the nominees were Attack on Titan, Final Season Part 2, Demon Slayer, Entertainment District, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Kagu... Kagu 
Kaguya Sama Love is War and Made in Abyss. Now, continuously animate series, I guess you can consider Kaguya Sama part of this. I mean, aren't they only in like two seasons? Or maybe third season, but I don't think that necessarily qualifies for this. I can see Attack on Titan because it has so many seasons. I mean, the final season has had how many parts now? Uh, Demon Slayer is still ongoing, so I can see why that and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, Made in Abyss, I think, aren't they also only on like two or three seasons? I guess for anime that's long, but I'm surprised like My Hero wasn't added in this because they're already on what like season six, season seven. That's a pretty, I would say, an ongoing anime. But obviously, you guys know me. I'm a One Piece fanboy. Of course, I'm happy. Joshua has said, I will never condone One Piece getting an award. Tell Luffy D. Monkey to retire and save some awards for the rest of the anime. Also, after Tekken Time broke up the final season into 87 parts, I believe they lose all award nominations because I'm tired of waiting for a conclusion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see I can see why he's so... He's really been an Attack on Titan fan since, like, day one. And I got really invested into it, but then I kind of dropped off and I need to get back into it. But I, I can understand his feeling from this. <laughs> Next... We have best anime opening sequence. Winner, The Rumbling by SIM, storyboard and direct and direction from Takashi Ko- Kojima from Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. Oh boy, there's going to be a lot of words that I am probably going to mispronounce. You know what? I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to do this. If I had my other co-host with me, he's a lot better with this. But basically, we had the opening from your boy Kongming by Queendom. Spy Family by official Hegis Dandizium. Ranking of King Season 2 by Von Dewey. Cyberpunk Edge Runners by France Fernandez. And Demon Slayer Entertainment District by Imer. I think I pronounced some of those rights, but hey. Joshua had said, honestly, not the biggest fan of this intro. No Attack on Titan intro has hit harder than Season 1 intro, but other nominees, I think Demon Slayer's Zangyoskana by Imer is the best. Uh, Honestly... I've only seen Spy Family and Cyberpunk's intro, so judging only on those two, I would have to give it to Cyberpunk's because I, I just love the, I just love the music. Though I think the outro, the ending is a lot better. And speaking of that, we have best anime ending sequence. Da 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 da. Winner is Comedy by Gin. Hoshino, storyboard and direction from Atsushi Nishigori, Spy Family. And I have seen Spy Family's ending sequence, and it is pretty good. Compared to the rest of these, I'm not entirely sure, because honestly, the Call of the Night was nominated for this, and I actually really liked Call of the Night's ending sequence. I thought the music was really catchy, and I kind of think I personally would have voted for Call of the Night. Am I sad that Spy Family won over it? No. I'm not, like, too invested in this category that I'm like, oh, it should have been Call of the Night, but I would have voted for Call of the Night. Other ones were Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, My Dress Up Darling, Komi Can't Communicate Second Series, and Kaguya Love is War Ultra Romantic. Now, I haven't seen, I've seen Komi and Love is War ending sequence. Yeah, I still would have voted for Call of the Night. Spy Family is good. 
uh, I'm not. If Call of the Night didn't win, uh, I'd rather have Spy Family. That would have been my second choice. Joshua has said, I love this outro, and the animation that goes with it is great. I just think all around it's wholesome and working great with the show. I just think the music, for me, was better with Call of the Night. But, like I said, Spy Family would have been my second choice, so it was a good, good second option, that one. Next, we have Best Anime Score. The winner, da 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 Kohata Yamato and Hiroyuki Sawano, Attack on Titan, Final Season, Part 2. The nominees were Now Name, Spy Family, Akira Yamaoka, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Genki Hikota from Yaboy Kagming. I don't know if I'm saying that one right. Kevin Penkin, Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Yuki Kaijura and Go Shina, Demon Slayer Entertainment District. Anime score all throughout. I mean, I've only, like I said, I haven't seen Demon Slayer Entertainment District, though in the original they had some really good scores. Cyberpunk, I'm obviously going to be a huge fan of. Uh, the music definitely fit well with it. Though, I will say, besides, like, the Moon song, I think, like, I, overall, they had a great music choice. Like, it always fit. But if I had to choose one, it would probably be that, like, Moon song. But I think they have, yeah, Best Anime Song is coming up. So I think that would have been entered in it more than the actual score so out of this i probably would have gone with uh spy family because the music score really like emphasizes a lot of the emotion with it so i think i probably would have gone with spy family in this uh joshua i think he missed this one uh, i don't have his opinion on this so, going off that, seeing that he didn't like the, in he wasn't the biggest fan of the intro, uh, I don't know if that includes the score for the thing, but he probably would have gone maybe with Spy Family as well, or Demon Slayer. I could see him going for either of those two. Demon Slayer does have a great score, when because when the fight scenes happen, all oh, the music that bumps it up, oh, it's so good, but I think my vote would have gone with Spy Family. Now, we have Best Anime Film. The winner, da -da -da -da, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero or O. I'm not sure which one that is. The nominees were Bell, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, NUO, One Piece Film Red, The Deer King. Now, I haven't seen Jujutsu Kaisen, so can't really put a huge thing on this but let me just put it this way i went and saw one piece film red once in theater for the sub version and then i went again in the dub version the day it came out so yeah if you couldn't tell where my vote would have gone would have been one piece film red not to mention the music and that was so phenomenal I absolutely loved it. I I mentioned this before in previous podcast episodes. I love it when a film adds on to backstory to characters instead of just being like a completely side adventure that never gets referenced in the main story ever again. But now with this, some tidbits we learned of the past of Luffy now get explained into this movie and I just absolutely love it. I 100% would have gone with One Piece Film Red. Even if I probably watched Jujutsu Kaisen, it would have had, it would have to be utterly spectacular for me not to outvote it or outvote One Piece because I'm so invested in that anime. Obviously, people are going to think, oh, you're biased. Well, yeah, obviously, that's how likes work, and that's how a lot of people vote. 
Okay, so when I watch Jujutsu Kaisen, I'll give you guys opinion on that. Maybe we'll do an episode on that as well. Uh, let's see, Joshua had to say, unfortunately, I still haven't seen this one, but I want to so bad. Despite, despite not seeing it, if I know it's better than the movie, I know it's better than the movie with Song Song Food. <laughs> Throwing some shade to One Piece. Uh, see, this is why we complement each other so well, because we have so good, so similar likes, but then we also branch out and have our own likes that the other, I don't want to say dislikes, because we all know his stance on One Piece and my stance on One Piece, so it's nice to have that kind of counterbalance, and yeah. Next, we have Best Anime Song, the winner. The Rumbling by SAM Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. We had Ya Boy Kongming by Queendom as a nominee, as long as Comedy by Spy Family, which is weird that they won the opening, but not the song. So people like the opening, but not the song. Oh, wait, no. No, Attack on Titan won the opening, didn't they? It won anime. Oh, Spy Family won ending sequence, and they won opening sequence. So both of them were nominated for the song, but only only Attack on Titan won. We have my nonfiction from Kagi Kaguya Love Is War. Shall we dance? Shadow House second season two and New Genesis from One Piece film one. 100% New Genesis. I listened to uh, these songs and because I wanted to see. And yes, they are good songs, like the rumbling comedy. Uh, but some of these songs, I can... It's hard to explain for me. Some of these songs are like, yes, they are good for intros or outros. And like obviously, some songs are like that. And this is obviously some of you guys are gonna think it's bias for me for because I am picking a One Piece one. But New Genesis for me, like I can listen to that song outside of like One Piece and still enjoy it. And like, I mean, granted, I don't know the lyrics because it's Japanese, so. I mean, but that goes kind of, like, for all of them. But, like, the other ones give me a feel as it it is, like, an anime outro or whatever. But for me, this is just, like, another song. Also, it got me into Ado. So I started listening to some of her music. And maybe that's why, because her voice really captivated me. And, yeah, I I think New Genesis should have won. I think the others are great for outro animes and, or outro songs and everything like that. But I think New Genesis could have easily been a standalone song made by someone and like without having one piece attached to it and been a great song. Some of these other ones, if you just released it without it being attached to the anime, I don't I don't think they would have done as good as New Genesis. Joshua had this to say. For the same reason as the intro, I just don't really like this song that much. But I know a lot of people like it, so I like I'm in the minority on this one. <laughs> Not sure which one he would agree. Probably comedy, since he liked Spy Family, would be my guess. If he had to choose, he didn't choose on this one. But yeah, I still stand by my view on New Genesis. And obviously, if Joshua was here, he would have called me one peace fanboy bias but i explained my reasons <laughs> you don't have to agree with them that's the whole point about having an opinion next we have best anime director the winner da -da -da -da. hario sotozaki for demon slayer entertainment district art we also had hiroyuki imamashi for cyberpunk edge runners Kazuhiro Furu Hashi, Spy Family. 
Shingo Adachi Lacroix, Recoil, Yosuke Hata, Ranking of the Kings, Core 2, and Yuchiro Hayashi, Attack on Titan, Final Season, Part 2. Uh, again, I've only seen Edge Runners and Spy Family. I haven't seen the Entertainment District arc, though I have seen clips of it. Demon Slayer never, in my opinion, has yet to like not live up to its expectations that it has set. So the fact that they won is good volumes about their story. I've been invested in Demon Slayer. I went and saw the movie when it came out in theaters, seen the first season. I just haven't caught up to Entertainment District arc yet. So I can't say one way or another. Um, I've already mentioned my love for Cyberpunk Edge Runners, how I got so involved into that. I would have vote for that simply because I haven't seen the Entertainment District arc. Uh, I haven't seen, I've only seen that in Spy Family. Um, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, rather not, that is good. I Like I said, I've seen the first three seasons. I'm on season four, which I think is was the season before the final season and it is good and it brings me in but I mean if I lost interest in it on part of the season but this is for that specific season so we'll see if it brings me back in ranking of kings I haven't even really heard of so I apologize for that but that he won for demon slayer I don't really find that as a surprise Joshua said, This is one of those scenarios where my lack of knowledge that goes into making a film shows. I don't know what to look for when it comes to determining if a director did a good job. If I watch a show and like it, I'll assume the directing's way good, but I don't know how to look at it. Too good film to say, oh, this director is better than that director. I get that, too. For me, for a good director is not necessarily knowing where the plot is going to end. If there's a plot twist, if I didn't know, or if I do know because of the little foreshadowings that appear slowly and subtly up until the point, if you can actually drag me into your world and make me feel a part of that. Those are kind of the main points I look for. And if you can do that, that means the story really got into me. And not only the story, obviously the visuals are a big thing because the director would have to oversee everything. So that would be my advice for that. Next, we have best main anime character. The winner, Aaron Yeager, Attack on Titan, final season, Part 2. Nominees were Boji, Baji from Ranking of Kings, Core 2, Chisato Nishiki, Lacroix, Recoil, David Martinez, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Lloyd Forger, Spy Family, Marine Kitagara, My Dress Up Darling. I don't think Aaron deserves this uh not I mean obviously I haven't seen it as you guys know based on what I've seen so far yeah I just don't like him I well I, I, okay I shouldn't say I don't like him but as best main character no even David from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I don't think I would have voted for him. Probably, honestly, would have voted for Lloyd Forger for uh, Spy Family for this because in Attack on Titan, a lot of it's not. I mean, obviously, the whole his basement and everything on uh, Attack on Titan's about that, and he's no doubt the main character. But I just feel like so many other characters can easily outshine him. There's been plenty of episodes where he's not the main focus. <laughs> Again, unless that changes in this uh, particular season, which just solely focus on him. Maybe that's why he won that. But like even Cyberpunk, I think the reason why Cyberpunk 
was so great was because of each character felt like they all had in depth and like they all had their chance to shine. So I I could see why he was nominated. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he would have been the best one. But when it comes to Spy Family, Lloyd is kind of really does everything kind of centers around him. Obviously, Anya is probably the the more like everyone kind of knows and always gets like the laughs out of it. But I think I don't know. I think Lloyd. I would have voted for Lloyd. I feel like he really does bring the show together and. For a main character, it is pretty much kind of focused around him because of it. Spy family. It's in the name. He's the spy. And he's the one doing all this stuff, having to go behind the backs and do all this stuff. And he's just a great character seeing him like change personalities and showing his spy front and kind of overthinking some things. And yeah, I think, I think Lloyd. Joshua had this to say. That's a hard no. I like the path they took with Aaron Yeager. I'm a huge fan of twisted characters and making the viewers debate on whether a choice is good or bad. But I don't think he's the best character, especially when you have a dope-ass spy like Lloyd Forger. So I swear I did not look at this before I actually said it. But I think we both kind of have an agreement that I think Lloyd kind of outshined for the main character. Best supporting anime character. The winner, da da da, Anya Forger, Spy Family. Let's go. So even though Lloyd didn't win main character, we have Anya winning supporting main character. And nominees, we have Ai Hayasaki from Love Is War, Kage, <coughs> excuse me, Kage from Ranking of Kings Core Two, Rebecca Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Tengen. Tengen Uz, uh, Uzuyu, I'm butchering that, Demon Slayer Entertainment District, Yoi, your Forger Spy Family. I don't know, I think Rebecca, I mean obviously Rebecca took the internet by storm. Uh, Rebecca is, has always had a big voice, uh, I don't presence. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. A big presence since she's introduced. So I love Anya. She's a great character. I would have voted for Rebecca in this just because Re- I mean Rebecca took the internet by storm. If you did not have, I mean Anya did too. I guess that's also a counteract. But I think I would have. Voted for Rebecca just because she's a little crazy, and I think it was fun to watch. Joshua said, absolutely yes. Anya is a fun and adorable character, but I think Tengen Uzu is definitely a close second. He was strong and powerful, and actually a very likable character. So we both kind of had our, like, we're not sad Anya won. We're, like, but we has our own close second. I still would have voted for Rebecca, whether he would have voted for Tengen or not, up for debate. But I think we both agree that Anya won. We're not we're not sad about that. Best must protect at all costs anime character. Ta-da! Winner Anya Forger. Spy family. I mean, let's be real. Is there really no other one? There is, uh, there was Bougie from Ranking of Kings, Core 2. Kage from Ranking of Kings, Core 2 as well. Kotaro Sato from Kotaro Lives Alone. Marine Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling. And Shoko Komi from Komi Can't Communicate Second Series. I think out of all this list, if Anya... If we take away the winner, it would have been Komi, 100%. Uh, Marine from My Dress Up Darling, I don't think is a must-protect character. She certainly has her adorable moments, but not a must-protect at all costs. 
Kotaro Sato. I've only seen like clips of it, and from what I've seen, is he's actually able to live on his own, or like I forget because the whole premise is obviously about him living on his own, and like his neighbor tries to like uh is like trying to take care of him and everything but he doesn't really give off the must protect vibe he actually seems like worse comes the worst he could actually survive on his own ranking the kings i haven't seen so i can't give an opinion on that so if i had to choose besides anya definitely would have been Komi. joshua had this to say this is tough because Anya is an adorable character that you want to protect, but Komi is a character that is somewhat relatable to, and you can't help but sympathize. Ba ba ba! I can talk. You can't help but sympathize with her in some capacity, so it makes me want to protect her too because she is so innocent and just wants friends. Yes, the innocence is what makes you want to protect him, just like Anya, who lights up every time anything spy related happens so i mean anya wins 100 percent. like she wins 100 percent. but if she wasn't there komi would have been the next option next we have best action anime the winner demon slayer entertainment district no shocker there we had the nominees were attack on titan final season part two cyberpunk edge runners Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, LaCroix's Recoil, and Spy Family. I I kind of find it funny that Cyberpunk has was nominated for so many awards. And it I mean it won probably the best award you could get, the best anime, which was Cyberpunk for this. Yet it didn't win like any like best action, best like so what did people because Demon Slayer has been winning a lot of these and Attack on Titan has been winning a lot of these so I'm curious as to what people saw in these that they didn't see in Cyberpunk or what did they saw in Cyberpunk that made it that much better to win best anime because even if you like all around it like uh, Attack on Titan won the best main character, won the anime song, the, uh, no, yeah, anime song, the score, and obviously the music and everything, and then, uh, uh, Demon Slayer won all, like, the visual animation, direction, all this stuff, and so it's like, did people only like the art, and I guess they didn't like the music in Demon Slayer, and then vice versa, and... <laughs> Uh, Attack on Titan, they like the music and everything, but maybe not necessarily the character development, or maybe because everyone's kind of had that controversial opinion over Aaron, it just dropped, and maybe Cyberpunk's just kind of been that constant, and that's, maybe they've always been, like, the close second in all of these or something, and it just averaged out to them? I don't know, I'm kind of curious. Uh, let's see, Joshua had to say, I agree with this. Demon Slayer has me on edge of my seat since season one and doesn't seem like that will stop anytime soon. Again, yeah, Demon Slayer has caught my eye too. And it's just funny to me that Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 and Demon Slayer Entertainment District has won all these awards when Cyberpunk was nominated, yet Cyberpunk won the best anime of the year. Hmm. Anyways, moving on, we have Best Comedy Anime. The winner, Spy Family! No shocker there. Nominees were Kaguya, Kaguya, Love is War, Kotaro Lives Alone, My Dress Up Darling, Uncle from Another World, Ya Boy, Kangaming. Obviously, this one, I 100% think Spy Family should win. It's a great action comedy film, especially with Anya as the like centerpiece when it comes to the comedy. Oh, it's just perfect mix. I, no doubt they win, hands down. Joshua said, The goofiness of watching the world's best spy take on the task of raising a psychic daughter and an assassin wife is an extremely entertaining scenario. 
It allows for some really great comedic moments while allowing for great and also allowing for great serious moments too. <laughs> I think especially with how they portrayed your being this like sincere airheaded girl on the outside but then when it comes to her assassination work she's very serious and like like he mentioned there are some serious moments in it when that needs to be but the goofiness and wholesomeness is what really brings you back next we have best drama anime the winner da -da -da. attack on titan final season part two Nominees were 86, Part 2, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, Dance Dance, Dancer, Katara Lives Alone, Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Song. Again, I think Edge Runners, when it comes to drama, I think Edge Runners beat this by a mile. <laughs> and yes, there is plenty of drama in Attack on Titan. But I'm kind of going off of what uh, Joshua said. Or let's go, let me say, show you guys or tell you guys what Joshua said. He said, I'm going to disagree with this one only because of how long it's been drawn out. They have broken this final season, in quotes, into so many parts that the drama doesn't seem relevant right now. I lose interest by the time the next season drops. It has made the pacing very weird and I don't know how I feel about it anymore. And that's kind of what I was going to say because it broke up. Even though I haven't seen it, I feel like if you were to drag this out, you kind of lose a lot of that drama or like the pacing, as he said, that is like gets your heart racing. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Though Cyberpunk was only one season and what was it? 12 episodes? 10 episodes? They really had a clear-cut story from episode one until it ends. And though, like, watching the last episode, you kind of knew what was going to happen. And, but, like I said, that's all because of the, all the build-up they had towards that. And there was, like, one spot where it started to lose me a little bit. And I don't want to give too much spoilers away because I'm sure we will do a edge runners episode so i want to save more of that talk for then but i think throughout the entire series like i said i was so invested in it the drama i think was a lot more high stakes or at least for them in that world and yeah i think edge runners for drama definitely beats attack on titan next probably the my category best Fantasy anime. The winner. Da -da -da, Demon Slayer Entertainment District Art. Shocker. Because like I said. Demon Arc and. Or Demon Arc. <laughs> I, I just combined them. Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. Have pretty much won. Like 90% of these. And the nominees were. Made in Abyss. Golden City of the Scorching Suns. Mishoko Tensei. Jobless Reincarnation Season 1, Second Cur, Overlord Season 4, Ranking of Kings Core 2, The Case Study of uh, Venatas Core 2. Honestly, I probably would have given, out of these nominees, I would have gave it to Demon Slayer as well. Uh, Jobless Reincarnation, I do enjoy. It is a fun anime for... Me, I love, you guys know me, I love a good isekai. Does it beat Demon Slayer? I don't think so. Uh, I need to watch some Made in Abyss. I've heard Nick's reactions about it, so I don't have a say over that. Overlord, it's a fun anime to watch. Very overpowered character. But would it deserve best fantasy? No. Uh get nominated yeah I, i'd say it, it probably deserves its spot it's more of a it's more of a comedy than like a drama serious one and i think that's why demon slayer one is because it has more of that drama that a lot of people like it more like it feels more intense where overlord is more 
it has some moments, but because he's so overpowered, it's. I feel like it, it excels more in comedy than drama. And if anyone knows anything with like film, TV stuff, when it comes to comedy, they generally don't do well when it comes to awards. So that's what I kind of say. In this, Joshua said, it's interesting that Edge Runners is not nominated on this list. I feel like a cyberpunk fantasy world would make people excited, but I suppose people aren't really looking for futuristic when it comes to the favorite fantasy. I kind of agree with this. I think, I think when people think of fantasy, they think of like Swords of Magic, at least when it comes to anime. So I don't find it surprising that Edge Runners wasn't on here. I don't. I mean, it definitely is fantasy because there's just I guess because there's no like magic in it. It's all it's more futurist. It's cyberpunk. Exactly what it it's named after. So I guess it would have been hard to put it in the fantasy anime since there's like no magic involved. Next we have best romance anime. The winner. Da -da -da -da. Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Alter Romantic. The nominees were Call of the Night, Komi Can't Communicate, second series, I'm, I'm assuming means second season, Love After World Domination, My Dress Up Darmy, Darling, Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. I think Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie should have won this because, don't get me wrong, Love is War is a good read. And I love the anime. I think it's done great. And if you guys don't know about it, it's the main characters are basically trying to get the other to confess to the other first. You already know both of them like each other, but now they're, they come up with all this stuff to get each other to confess. It's very rom-com it sticks right to the genre am i shocked that they won no i think shikamori is not just a cutie would but uh i would have voted for that i like the how they i'm always a fan when manga or anime changes art styles based on certain situations i always love that little trick that they do and shikamori does that a lot well yeah does it a lot because the whole point of not just a cutie is they're already dating the main characters and she tries to act cute but she saved izumi a lot and he always thinks she's so cool that's kind of the whole premise is he always thinks he's uh she's cool and she's trying to make him think more that she's cute instead of cool and always during those scenes the animation would differ and everything and I'm always a sucker for that so obviously there's going to be some bias but I mean that's kind of the whole point of having opinions having likes and dislikes why people like certain things so hey who would have guessed I would have voted for an anime that goes with my likes shocker <laughs> but yeah I think I would have gone with Shikabori uh, unfortunately I do not have an opinion or Joshua. I, he actually doesn't have an opinion for the last two. So we can only assume. I've Out of these, I think he would have either gone for Love is War or Shikamori from what we've talked about. Or maybe Komi. Because he did have. Uh, he did say Komi would have been his second choice. So maybe he would actually have gone with Komi Can't Communicate. We'll find out later. At another episode. Next, we have best voice acting performance, Japanese. The winner, da -da -da, Yuki Kaji, Aaron Yeager, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. Nominees were Atsumi Tanazaki for Anya Forger, Spy Family, Chika Anzai for Chisato Nishiki Nishikigi in La Croix uh, Recoil. Feroza I, Jocelyn Kujo in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Misaki Kuno, uh, Faput, uh, Faputa, and Uri, Uri Mui 
and Maiden Abyss, the Golden City of the Scorching Sun, and Sun Nakasi Hanye uh, as Tanjiro, Kamado, and Demon Slayer Entertainment District Act. Um, like I said, uh, I haven't really, I mean, I know Aaron Yeager, I know his voice from uh, the previous seasons, I know Anya, I know, and I know Tanjiro. Uh, I'm not really good when it comes to voice acting performance. <sighs> this one's hard. Uh, I mean, Tanjiro shows a lot of emotion from happy, sad, to seriousness. Like, it. it it's hard to portray a lot of those um, character, like, feelings and everything. So, I would have to probably give it to Sanatsuki Hane for Tanjiro. Just because of, like, especially from the clips I saw. And if it's anything like the previous movies and stuff. How, when someone's close to death, how you can feel in their voice, like... He is genuinely scared, worried. I feel the emotion straight from Tanjiro. Anya is just cute. I, I'm not saying her voice acting is bad, but Anya genuinely kind of has like the same feeling throughout the adorable, um, mischievous, very like she captures Anya's essence very well, but. I think Tanjiro has a bit more expressions that are could be a little hard to pull off, so I would give it to Sun Natsuki. Next, we have Best Voice Acting Performance in English. The winner, Zach Aguilar, David Martinez, in Cyberpunk Edge Runners. We had uh, the nominees were Amalie uh, uh, from as Marine Kitigawa in My Dress of Darling, Shirami Leia, Lei, Kotaro Sato and Kotaro Lives Alone, Natalie Von Sistine, Yoi Forger in Spy Family, Sung Won Cho, aka Pro ZD, Kage and Ranking of Kings. Zeno Robinson, Gamma 2, and Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So, I will be real with you. I actually haven't seen any of these in the English dubbed. So, <laughs> I honestly don't have an opinion on this. Uh, strangely enough, the only one I actually know is Amalie. And I think her voice fits uh, Marine. But other than that, I actually, off the top of my head, I don't really know any of these other voice actors. And I haven't seen any of these in the dubbed. I've only watched them subbed. So unfortunately, I can't really give you an answer. And like I said before, Joshua didn't leave me an answer for any of these. But that will be it. So, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree with what won? Do you guys agree with our decisions if we didn't uh, agree with the winner of said category? Are you guys going to tell me how much of a fanboy I am of One Piece because of certain nominations? <laughs> but let us know in the comments or... And Send us an email with what you guys thought. Anything, we're happy to read it. But I think that is going to close off this episode. Again, I'm sorry for the delay. Hopefully, we will be back up in running schedule. And hopefully, we will have both of us here very soon. Thank you, guys. Or don't forget to show us some love and support at patreon.com slash And you can contact us at weebspawn.com. Or, G- or Gmail at Weepspawn. Oh my god. <laughs> I usually don't do the outro. But 
you guys you guys know <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening i've been your host bobby hopefully our my co-host joshua comes back very soon but thank you guys all for listening and we will see you next time when we we spawn <laughs> <laughs>